Hello. I'm, uh, we're podcasting right now, so I'm trying to record, literally right now. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Outpost, liberal arts in the last frontier. I'm Kayleen Morris, and today I'm joined by three incredible parents who are here to share a bit about their experience of Holy Rosary, to talk about the great fruit that they've seen from their children's formation here, um, as well as some of the challenges that come with the territory. So I'm really excited about this conversation. Could you just start us off by telling us a little bit about who you are? I'm John White, and I'm here with my wife, Robin. We have two students enrolled right now here. We've got a seventh grader, and we've got a senior And uh, a year and a half ago, our son graduated from Holy Rosary Academy. And you're also involved in another very significant way at the school, the two of you? Uh, We love it here so much. Um, John is now the business manager, and I'm the office manager. um, And we're delighted to just be more of a part of everything that goes on here at the school. I'm Glenn Beagle. I'm a lifelong Catholic. I love my Catholic culture. And I really wanted to pass on my Catholic faith to my kids. And I have a lot of kids. I actually have nine children. So uh, we homeschooled our children. And we knew at some point we were going to transition away from just homeschooling. Because there's a few things, in my opinion, that you just can't get. Or at least it's really hard to get. I don't think you can get them from homeschooling. And I'll just, I'll mention a few of them. The first one, opposite sex interactions. I think it's really important to go through first girlfriend, first boyfriend while you're at home. Um, Second, competition with your peers. You do competition well, you have a life that really shines. And you do competition badly, and you're going to be unhappy for a lot of your life. And lastly, I really think it's important in the larger group setting to learn how to work with people of all different skill and attention levels. And lastly, I think it's really important to learn how to work with people of all different skill levels, all different attention levels, you know, how to win, how to partner, how to lead, Um, because leadership is important in today's world, Um, and I don't want just kids to grow up and be adults. I want them to be leaders, and Holy Rosary has always been kind of in my peripheral vision. I knew people who worked here, people who kind of set up the school and ran it for a good long while, but when Catherine Neumeyer came on, this would have been about 10 or 12 years ago, she really transformed this school, and she made it into something that was so special. I just had to be a part of it, and I'm so glad that I that I did. And you also currently serve on our board. Correct. Yes, I think I'm on about my seventh year on the board, and um, I'm the troublemaker. We have a very widely varied board, from somebody who is mayor and in the legislature to different lawyers are on the board, and so I, I helped um, work. I worked in education quite a bit through the political process, so I'm familiar with that kind of thing and was on the radio for a while. Anyway, so that's my contribution. Great, thanks. Um, so what are some of the, the factors that led to your decision to make that jump, uh, maybe for you, Mr. Beagle, from uh, homeschooling into a role at Holy Rosary? And then for you guys, the Voights, um, what was it that led you to decide to enroll your, your kids here? And I have to say, very happy that both of you did enroll your kids here because they're all a great joy. 
Uh, thanks, Kayleen. So I learned about HRA in a couple different ways. I heard uh, one of those Jack Frost commercials on the radio. That was one of the first things I heard. And then I also ran into a family selling raffle tickets down at the Sears Mall. So I got into a conversation with the mom, and it was great. We talked about carpooling, uh, demerit system. We talked about uniforms, uh, a whole host of things. And um, that just uh, kept it in my mind then when it was um, our turn to decide that we wanted to transition out of homeschool and so we were looking for homeschool to small school, and that helped it stick in my mind that I wanted to look into HRA more. Yep, agreed. Uh, very much what Glenn Beagle just said about uh, from homeschooling. We we homeschooled for what? What did you say? Eight years, and uh, and then when it came time to transition from homeschooling, which we always expected to do, uh, Holy Rosary was a perfect fit. It's Catholic. That was very important to us. Um, and here at HRA, you know, the classical school. Um, so the decision was easier for us, knowing that there was a classical education, classical method, which followed what we were teaching at home, the curriculum at home. We liked the whole package at HRA. You have mass. So, you know, every week we have mass. And then uh, once a month we have all school mass with all, uh, all of the grades. Um, they teach theology, Latin, Greek, Saxon math is, is what we were using, the, the history uh, curriculum that we were using at home. Um, it, it all fit perfectly. Uh, the fact that there is a demerit system. So there is a, some kind of tool to keep, keep the students in line. And now that I'm working here, I hardly ever saw any demerits. But now that I'm working here, I get to see all the demerits. And it's, it's really a wonderful uh, thing to see the, how, how well our students are being mentored, really, by the teachers. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really not a punishment. It's, it's more of a a learning tool that the teachers are using here. We love the Dominican chaplains that have been working with us for years and the thesis and seminar, thesis especially. It's really impressive to see our juniors and seniors uh, when they present and defend their theses. I didn't have to do that when I was in college. And here they have to do it as a junior and a senior in high school. It's very impressive to see how our students grow through the years here. Well, my, my son actually won the demerit pool this year he got a demerit i think on the second day and they say you can't even get a demerit until like a month in so i mean it was pretty impressive we're like wow okay he's up and up in his game well there's three things i want for my kids more than anything else to be good to be catholic and to be excellent and so that's another way the way that the school reflects that as they say we want to seek the true the good and the beautiful the truth of the catholic faith the goodness to understand the sacrifice of our saints and the beautiful as it's expressed in excellence and since passing on my faith was the most important i needed a partner and we're beset by a culture more importantly we're distracted by the culture you know we really if we want to pass on a culture to our kids we're going to have to do it in a different way and so society in the past was really designed, it was dedicated to helping create virtuous children. And now we've got, you know, Planned Parenthood and the media and so many other forces that are bent on stealing the innocence of our kids and disordering their passions. And they're really intent on breaking the transmission of culture from parent to child. So there were three things that I thought, you know, Holy Rosary really offered to me. It was the embodiment of a school as it was in a better time. Holy Rosary really is a great educational institution, for sure. It's a trusted partner to transmit my faith to my children. 
and it really is an extension of my home in so many ways. So when I was homeschooling, uh, Stephen and Grace both did seminar courses, and I loved the seminar courses, and my kids loved the seminar courses. It was one of those things where, you know, John would come home and say, hey kids, what did you learn at school today? And uh, that was one of the areas where they would really perk up and they would have a discussion with him about what they talked about. You know, the depth of their discussion, the the content, they got excited about it. And how can you not like that? You know, when typically maybe they just say nothing and, and I'm their teacher, right? <laughs> so I wanted seminar courses um, and I was delighted to see that HRA offered that. Gosh, well, it's so beautifully articulated. So thank you both, um, or all three of you. So what are some of the positive outcomes that you have seen for your children and maybe even for your whole family as a result of the kind of formation that they have received here? Their ability to logically articulate themselves. Again, going back to the seminar courses, they are so accustomed to that style of learning now that they are comfortable answering, posing questions, engaging in conversation, giving a presentation. It's all very familiar to them. They know how to use the Thomas Aquinas method of forming an argument. They've had to go to the board and show a Euclidean geometry proof on the board. So by default, they're learning there's an order and a method to their argumentation. They're classically taught theology courses, again, so they can defend their faith and understand the whys and wherefores of it. Participation in seminar is is weighted part of their grade, and it's so well weighted. If you're not prepared, then you can't really participate. So you have to put in the time and effort beforehand. So from that, they glean these great study habits that they carry on with them to other uh, other places beyond HRA. And then all of that leads to the thesis, the capstone of it all. And I was so proud and so pleased of the efforts that John and I had made to bring our kids here when I saw the thesis defense. Again, the depth of the discussion, the logical uh, process of their arguments, the poise when they're questioned, um, and challenged on their thoughts. It's amazing to witness, and I, again, just so proud and pleased when when they had to do that. I love the study habits that they, they formed here. Well, they formed at home in homeschool, but they really are using those study habits. They are not procrastinators. They're getting it done. I, I remember taking Gracie when we had swim lessons, and she wouldn't talk to me on the way home because she was so engrossed in her homework getting it done so that she could go to swim practice and then get home, finish her studying, finish her homework, and get to bed at a reasonable hour. And all of three of our kids have fantastic study habits, and I really appreciate that. They, they, don't, they don't leave things until the last minute. They get it done. So that, uh, that carried on for Stephen. Our son Stephen joined the Air Force. He's a C-17 loadmaster. And uh, when he was in the Air Crew Fundamentals course down in Lackland Air Force Base. He put together for him and his uh, his seven other students that were in the course. He put together a study session, and uh, and they all worked together. The ones that showed up for the study session uh, excelled. They did very very well. Uh, the the folks that didn't come to his study session not so much. Oh, the positives. The positives are going to Holy Rosary. Um, I went to Service High, and it, when I went there, it was a top 100 high school, and I guess that's supposed to be impressive. But uh, I, I guess I've seen impressive. So my, my kids are well-educated. 
they're interested and they have the positive experiences of a large school, but without the negatives. You know, I have heard just so many horror stories of people and their their kids as they go through high schools and uh, what a tough experience that is. Uh, It's not like it was when I went. Um, They maintain their faith. Even the five students I have had who have graduated um, all have a very rich faith life. As far as what they learn, they know more about history than I ever did, and they know at least as much about thinking and logic as I learned when I went to school. From a statistical review, I had a National Merit Scholar come out of here, three with SATs over 1,400, but I thought that was a different test, and that was, you know, not all my kids are stellar performers, and I wanted to see how did Holy Rosary work for them, and the test was, would they stay engaged you know, I had a son who went to school with one of the greatest students that probably ever come out of Alaska. And uh, to live in that student shadow, you know, would the school inspire him and keep him engaged? And it did. And that's really the test, the most important test. Of course, they did keep their faith. And they're all adults that I'm proud of, all five of them. So, of course, there are uh, many gifts and blessings that come with a Holy Rosary education, but um, I'm sure there are many sacrifices as well. So I was wondering if you'd be willing to talk about um, what kinds of sacrifices have come with the territory of sending your, your children to Holy Rosary. And then, well, this is perhaps a rhetorical question, but would you say that, it was, that it's been worth it? Obviously, uh, there's a financial sacrifice, uh, but yes, it's absolutely been worth it. We're providing them a permanent gift of classical education. And we're seeing the benefits in our kids. We absolutely are. Well, the sacrifices for going to Holy Rosary are very similar to the other sacrifices for having a big family. I haven't had a car that's been particularly new. Don't really take vacations. And I have some steps at home that are just begging to me for me to finish them, but maybe they never will be. I don't know. Um, You know, I look at the folks who lost their children. You know, they they got out of school and they're just not there for them. No faith. They don't have love and they just don't. They Their desire for life is kind of pale. And uh, I, I deal with this a lot in adult faith formation at church. And I run across a lot of people and I always ask myself inside, you know, what would they give to be where I am? Would they give up that car? Would they give up the not having steps that are finished? And I think I think they would. You know, I count faith as the center of my life, and I want my children to understand that. And what I kind of see going through life is that if you haven't sacrificed for the life that you live, then your children aren't going to respect it. And it's just a key part of that. It's one of the lessons that you learn. And I think it's one of the things that makes big families much easier to raise and much easier to, you know, to really be together is because there's no way out of that without sacrifice. So I think sacrifice is a big part of it. Frankly, you know, it's one of the things that's a burden to people who are truly wealthy is that, you know, how did, how did you transmit to your kids that life, a big part of life is sacrificing for things you believe in. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful that, that it's the sacrifices that you make to make this kind of education possible are itself part of the education. Like it's, it's a part of the formation. So that's really amazing. And I, I do think that our students have a good sense of the sacrifices that are, that are made for them. Um, do you have any advice for parents who might be listening, who may be considering Holy Rosary for their own students, either now or in years to come? Maybe they're homeschooling now, but they're also thinking about transitioning into um, a traditional school. Any advice for parents, Catholic parents in general, but maybe even just parents who are looking for just a better educational option for their own children? Absolutely. 
they should come and visit. They should call the front office and set up a tour. Come and see a seminar class. Come and watch a thesis defense, the juniors and the seniors. That goes on for, uh, what, five days uh, in the spring. Um, Witness the classical education on display there at the thesis. Come to the Greek and Roman Festival. That's a lot of fun. That's a that's a good example uh, from K to 12 of everybody participating in, in the Greek and Roman Festival. And if you're if you're at all serious about it, bring your child in for a shadow day. They can follow in the class uh, that they they would be in, and and uh, get paired up with one of the students in that class uh, to help them walk through uh, a day in the life of a Holy Rosary Academy student. Again, I, I run across parents who have children, they didn't make it to confirmation, and they didn't keep their faith after they left the, the home. And I guess I, I'll just challenge folks who hear my story. Nine children, all strong in the faith, all good people, all willing to sacrifice for what's right. And if you want that, you can't send your kids to public school and just have them watch TV. They're not going to understand what your culture is and why they should be a a part of it. So you have to do more. And HRA, Holy Rosary Academy, is a big part of my more, maybe the biggest part. I'm guessing that only one spouse is going to be hearing this podcast at the time. And so my advice usually is pretty practical. Um, I work in technology security. When I give uh, people, when I have something to say to them, I want to give them advice that they can use. Uh, you won't be able to make this decision on yourself. It's going to require both you and your spouse and the things that we've talked about, you may forget in the next day or two. So if you can make a decision, if your faith is that strong to you, and based on statistics, um, these there's some shockingly sad, sad statistics. 85% of kids will not remain Catholic after high school. And that means that if you want to be in that 15% and you want your kids to be in that 15%, you're going to have to do something different. Um, So I I didn't want my kids to lose their faith before or during college. So if you're thinking that sending your kids to Holy Rosary is that thing, if that's what you want to try to do in order to help pass on your culture, you need to think about the kind of changes that it would take. And I would just bring my spouse in and say, this is important to me. I'm willing to sacrifice. So you tell me what we can give up in order to make this happen. And then you guys make the decision together. Something that is coming out in this conversation is how you can't really separate what happens in the classroom from the life at home. And that's something that I have really valued about being here in a smaller school. I used to teach in in a huge Catholic school, which was great. You know, I had a great experience there too. But something that I have really valued here is being able to really be incorporated into a lot of families. And your two families are are an example, but it's been so enriching to realize that, um, I mean, I always knew that as a teacher, I was, you know, in loco parentis. And um, it's like, oh, I'm joining with the parents. But I never really knew any parents actually that well. And so um, it's been really great to um, to really get to know a lot of parents at our school because the school is is so small and to yeah just to really feel that partnership you know in a, in a really strong way so I'll just say thank you to you guys for that so we have at the end um, just a little last segment for last words any little a little anecdote that you might have a fun story um, or just kind of any any last thoughts so you were just talking about uh, the parent involvement and coming from homeschool to small school, I didn't just want to be completely cut off. 
So I, again, was delighted to see they, they have this share hour program. So this was a way to me, for me to still be involved, get to know the other families, get to know the teachers, and it, it's fun. I enjoy the share hour opportunities. I enjoy uh, helping to set up for this and that or help organize, whatever it might be, because I am engaging then with people who have share the same values and I enjoy them and we have a good time. Then the other thing I would say is um, after the very first day of school for my daughter, Grace, um, I picked her up and said, hey, how was your first day? And she replied, I feel like we've been going here for years. And I knew that it was the right choice, and that's a great relief for me. And again, it was just a, a natural continuation then for us. Homeschool to small school, HRA, and again, we love it here. Uh, our kids went here for five or six years, and then last year we came on to work here and be a part of it. So. Thank you so much for um, sharing some really wonderful insights with us today. And also just thank you for um, entrusting your children to us because I can say that it is really a great privilege and a joy for myself and all the other faculty here to be able to work with such great, just such great kids who are so fun and who are, as you said, so um, interested and therefore interesting really, really wonderful kids to get to know and help form. So thank you so much and thank you um, for being with us today. It's a pleasure. Thanks. Yeah, our pleasure. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and supporting our school. Find us at patreon.com slash theoutpostak if you'd like to partner with us in forming the next generation of incredible leaders. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.